Welcome to another episode of Hamilton Sales Training Podcast. Today we're going to go over the first part of building our day. But last time we went over contacts and the importance of contacts. So I wanted to go over something before we start building our day. Because building your day is extremely important. We'll get into why. Uh, But I wanted to go over this part. At times we tend to become so focused or overwhelmed upon or by our peripheral activities and responsibilities that we lose sight of the simple truths. This isn't a criticism. We're human and this is life. So let's reboot with an axiom. The first priority of any successful sales consultant is the creation of contacts. We talked about this last time because no philosophy, strategy, or process is worth anything without a customer upon which to apply these things. So this is our first priority. So I just wanted to repeat that and make sure that we go into this next couple of podcasts remembering that because we're going to build our day. The most important part of our day is creating contacts. But again, this is going to be a two-parter because we don't want to extend these podcasts beyond a certain period of time. We want to make sure that they're concise and that they are very direct and to the point. So we're going to break a day into four parts. And here's the neat thing about building your day is how many times do we have sales managers ask us, or anybody else, general sales manager, owner, what are you doing today? What do you have planned for today? And a lot of times, we don't have an answer for that. We just want to sell a car. We want to wait on a customer and sell a car. Okay, well, that's really, really neat. But how are we going to prepare for that? How are we going to get ready for our day? How are we going to build our business? So there's be four categories that we're going to go over. And the first one is preparing for your day. And that's done the minute you get here. Number two is follow-up, number three is prospecting, and number four is daily improvement. Now, numbers three and four are going to be done in the second part of this podcast. So again, building our day. Number one, preparing for your day. Now, all these podcasts are available at buzzsprout.com forward slash 64582 if you wish to just go to that site and listen to them. If you haven't subscribed, I would appreciate if you would subscribe, whether it be through Um, iTunes or any of the nice podcast sites that are available to us. There are a lot of different ones out there. Uh, So please go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. It will be coming on periodically and support any of the videos that we do in some of the online training. There will be an online course that is going to be available beginning in January. So I would suggest that all the facilities do sign up for that. It's going to be absolutely wonderful. And this is just going to be a, a shorter version of some of the things that might take place in that. So again, number one, preparing for your day. Arrive 15 minutes early and walk the lot, both new and used. Now this is a practice that is talked about quite a bit, but most of us don't do it. Get a cup of coffee, get whatever you'd like to get, a cup of tea, and go out and walk your inventory. It familiarizes yourself with what you do have, and it also helps you take note of anything that's changed, anything that might be moved, anything that uh, has any damage to it. And this is very helpful as far as a sales manager goes because you're going to want to observe any flaws in merchandising, whether it be plates or pricing, etc., and report it to the manager. So in other words, if it's missing a bracket, if it has any damage on it, if the price is out of whack, if the price is in the wrong spot, or if it's missing an as-is sticker, which is extremely important. If it's missing anything like that, Go ahead and help your manager out and let them know that this is the case. Take a picture on your cell phone so that they have a record of it. Send it to them, text it to them, so that they can get anybody out there to go ahead and fix that. So that is extremely vital. But knowing where your inventory is 
and having uh, just an intimate knowledge of the inventory. I was told this by uh, a great sales trainer and manager, Dan Brzezowski. But if you have an intimate knowledge of your inventory, you are way better and way, way ahead of everybody else because that's extremely vital. So the second thing is open the dealership website. Let's find out if anything new has appeared on the dealership website and re-familiarize yourself with that inventory. In other words, does it match up? You know, if you show 110 new vehicles in stock, did you walk by 110 new vehicles on the lot during your lot walk in the morning? If you show 50 or 60 used vehicles, pre-owned vehicles, are they all on display or are they in other parts of the dealership? Are they being, being prepped for reconditioning, which would mean they're in a back in a certain area, hopefully, of the facility getting ready for that? Are they someplace else? Are they where they are not supposed to be? And if that's the case, go ahead and let your manager know again. They should know this, but I think that they will be extremely grateful for any assistance. If somebody's moved them, you know, a lot of times, you know, the manager's going to walk the inventory too to find out exactly where he or she has everything because that is part of their job, a big part of their job. But guess what? They can walk by a car one minute, 10 minutes later, somebody moved it to another location. And then somebody might have moved it to someplace where it doesn't belong. So you take the initiative and let them know. And that's going to be extremely helpful for them doing their job as well as give you a leg up as far as information and knowledge when your customer comes through the door so you can take them right to the vehicle perhaps that they wish to buy. So that's a key. So we're opening the dealership website. We're refamiliarizing ourselves with the inventory and note any changes. You know, again, so if we show something that's a little bit different, did something post right away? Because a lot of times we want, or a lot of times the management wants the inventory to post on the website, but it hasn't gone through reconditioning yet. It's not ready to show. It's dirty. It hasn't been reconditioned. It's not in the proper shape. I've always been a stickler for this. If it's not frontline ready, I'm not really ready to show it. However, there are others that want to show it at any time, not realizing that if it's an absolutely horrible condition, you cost yourself a sale before you even have the opportunity. You can always tell the customer, hey, it hasn't been reconditioned yet. It's going to be reconditioned. But a lot of times if they see it and it's not what they're expecting, you blow the sale right away. And there's an opportunity for you to blow a reputation as well. as do they really take care of their vehicles? Are they ready to show these vehicles? So be very careful with that. If you do have an appointment on a vehicle, try to call in a favor if you can. Ask the manager to help you expedite the reconditioning. Make sure that the vehicle is ready to show. But that's just part of that process as well. So again, open the dealership website. Refamiliarize yourself with the inventory. Find out if it does match up. Find out where the inventory is. See if it matches up with that lot walk. So we note any changes on that. Open the manufacturer website and note any new information. You want to know what the customer sees. So when the customer comes in and they've been analyzing the manufacturer website, you want to be able to explain it to them. Why? Because a big part of our job is interpretation of data, isn't it? And we want to be able to have that data in our mind, in the forefront of our thoughts, so that we can go ahead and interpret that for the customer. Because a lot of times they're going to read something that simply is not true, or they're going to see something on the manufacturer website that might be just a bit misleading. If a general statement is there's 0% financing, and then in small print, it's only on a particular model or two or three or four, 
you have to be able to, again, interpret that information and let the guests know that right up front or when that information becomes relevant. So these things, again, are extremely, extremely important. So familiarize yourself with the manufacturer website. And this should be done on a day-to-day -day basis. It doesn't take a long time to see if anything has changed, especially if you're in the habit of doing it. Note, then confirm any and all appointments. So you're going to open your CRM, and you're going to do this early. You're going to do this often. You're going to note any appointments that you've made for that day. You're going to note appointments that BDC might have set for you for that day, and make sure that you're prepared and have enough time to get ready for all of these different appointments because you're going to want to have the car pulled up. You're going to want to have the car standing tall. You're going to want to have the car or truck or whatever the vehicle might be ready to be shown and ready to give forth the best representation of your facility. But note the CRM and note all appointments. Confirm your appointments. Here's one of the interesting things. A lot of facilities, a lot of dealership groups want the managers to go ahead and confirm appointments because for some reason they feel that uh, the customer is more likely to show up if a manager confirms the appointment. Interesting to note where that study was done. I don't know. I don't know how you'd prove it. I don't know who you'd ask. Would you ask the people that showed up? Would you ask the people who didn't show up? A lot of times this is made up just to get people to do what they're what everybody wants them to do. But at any rate, if I'm a sales consultant, I want to confirm my own appointments because it does help me prepare for my day. And I want to make sure people are prepared to show up. I don't want anybody to prevent me by not showing up for their appointment for me to wait on another guest because my primary job is to what? Create a contact and get in front of a guest. So if we have somebody that walks on a lot, they're there. In fact, if there's nobody available to greet them, I'm greeting them anyway. If I have an appointment in two minutes, I'm still going to go out and greet that customer and explain to them very kindly. And forgive me, folks, I do have an appointment that will show up in the next couple of minutes, but I'll be very happy to get somebody with you that will be able to assist you today. But you're very important to us, and I just wanted to make sure that you were waited on. These things are extremely important for customer comfort and to get them off to the right type of experience, to so set the tone, to create the environment. We're going to talk more about that. But to put them in the right frame of mind to buy a vehicle is extremely important. If they're waiting for somebody to come out and help them, and nobody does, believe me, their comfort level drops, the likelihood of them buying a vehicle is reduced greatly. So that's something that we need to keep in mind as well. Okay, Note and then confirm all appointments. Another thing when you prepare for your day is you want to bring out a running total of your customer list and then begin going over that. So that's something that you should do on a daily basis. If you don't want to print one out, that's fine. Just go ahead and go to the CRM and pull up your customer list. I generally do it for the last 60 days. Any of the unsolds that I might have, I want to double check and see if there's been any uh, conversation, if there's been any contact with the BDC, find out exactly if there's been any response and what's happening with it. But I would be on a consistent watch for any activity and go back 90 days. Go back 90 days if you can. So these are things that you should do all the time. So we're going to run over these things for preparing for your day. Again, Arrive 15 minutes early, walk the lot, observe any flaws in merchandising, plates, pricing, etc., and report to manager. Open the dealership website and refamiliarize with inventory. Note any changes. 3. Open manufacturer website and note any new information. 4. Note then confirm any and all appointments. And then number 5. Bring out running total of a customer list and begin going over. 
I used to like to print it because I'm, I'm more hands-on. Now, again, you don't want to print it every day, but you can update it every day. You print it every day. It's a waste of paper and it's a waste of time because now you're going ahead and recreating notes that you might have already made. But if you're going to print it, but if you're going to print it and you don't want to just add to it every single day, go ahead and print it once every week for sure and then add to that. But constantly go over it in the CRM. Just pull up all your unsolds. If you don't know how to pull up your unsolds, get with the sales manager. Now, number two for building our day is follow-up. Clean up all CRM tasks. It is extremely important that you take care of everything that you're assigned. So you will be assigned phone calls. You will be assigned emails. You will be assigned text messages. Make sure that you clean those up before you go home every single day. And the best time to do that is in the morning. Because I'll tell you what, once the day starts, it's easy to get away from it. And if you get away from it, the last thing you want to do, and I always have, now you're going to, again, if your sales management team has a different idea about these things, do it their way. It's their store. You do things their way. But I really did not want to bother people during dinner hours. I thought that the response would be a lot more negative. I think that the response would be less frequent and it wouldn't get me the results that I would want. So there are times and there are places, but during the dinner hour, for instance, I just, again, just didn't want to do it, but make sure that you clean up all your CRM tasks. You do not want to go home with anything showing, zero it out on a daily basis. And believe me, they will love you for it, but that is something that you're going to need to do. And this has to do with birthday messages as well. If you have birthday messages, make the birthday call. If you have orphan customers that have birthdays, make that call. It doesn't take that long to leave a message. It doesn't take that long to introduce yourself. Get it done. Do all the tasks that you're supposed to do. Many stores require a minimum of 20 activities on a day-to-day -day basis. That should be a simple, simple matter with everything that you have assigned and also looking for orphans or any other activities that you might be able to accomplish. But again, 20 minimum activities. Some stores have 30, 40, 50. I, I don't know, but just abide by it and understand that if you set time aside, you're going to get this done and you're going to get it done on a daily basis. And then you don't have anything to worry about. You don't have the manager calling you in and saying, hey, why aren't you up to date on your tasks? Or why are you 200 tasks behind? And how are you ever going to get caught up? You don't have that worry because you're taking care of it on a day-to-day -day basis. By the way, one thing I did forget to mention is that your sales consultant daily checklist is available on HamiltonSalesTraining.com under the free downloads tab, which is under motivation. So just go to Hamilton Sales Training, click the motivation tab, and then click on the bottom is free downloads. Take a look at those. There's a lot of other neat things that are available as well. But this daily checklist is available there. I would suggest that you pull it out and make copies. You can create a PDF and make as many copies of you, as you'd like. So that's something that I would suggest that you do. Just, again, go to HamiltonSalesTraining.com. Number three, contact all sold customers until completed. And this should be done quarterly. You should find a way. If you're not doing a newsletter on a monthly basis, if you're not making phone calls, if you're not doing emails, if you're not sending periodic uh, solicitations with respect to, you know, low dollar used cars, for instance, if they have any kids or friends or family that might be looking for a lower dollar, really nice used car that you might have taken in to try to turn that as quickly as possible. 
please, please contact these people at least quarterly. Again, it should be done monthly. I know it's difficult when you have a customer base of a thousand or better. It makes for a huge amount of tasks. Oh, by the way, if you do this, doesn't that minimum daily task look really, really simple? <laughs> yeah, it does because you're doing all of this to try to stay in touch with your people. So again, develop that, develop an email list, make sure that you contact your customers very frequently. Okay, every one of your sold should hear from you at least every 90 days, at least. And then you don't have that problem. You don't have the issue of them coming in six months or a year from now, not remembering who you are and buying from somebody else. This is something that you can control. If you're in touch with them every month, whether it be, like I said, with an email, with a newsletter, what have you, if you're in touch with them, they're, they're going to tend to ask for you, particularly if the experience was wonderful. Will there be some that do not? Of course there will. We run into a lot of this, but you minimize that chance by staying in contact with your people. And then there's absolutely no argument because they do ask for you. Okay. Get with the sales manager to help complete tasks and follow up. Okay, Daily one-on-one. -on -one. If the sales manager does not have a daily one-on-one -on -one with you, go ahead and seek them out and ask to do one. Or go ahead and seek the sales manager out with your list of customers that are unsold and ask if there's any opportunity to put something together. Say, this is what I'm working on. This is what I do have. Is there something that you see here perhaps that I've missed or some, some other ideas that you might have to help me put these deals together? Because obviously that's why we're here on a day-to-day -day basis is to sell cars. So please do that. Spend time writing and improving emails or text templates. You should always have email and text templates pre-made for your contacts and for your activities. So what you do is on a Word document, you go ahead, you type them out, and you cut and paste them. And it's a very, very simple matter, but make sure that the punctuation is correct, the spelling is right, make sure that it looks professional, and then go ahead and use it. Also make sure that it sounds as conversation natural as possible. Because you don't want it to look like, again, it's a form letter. Because believe me, if you're with most facilities or most groups, they have, and I don't want to get too critical about this, but they do have form contacts that do not have proper punctuation, do not have proper grammar, and actually make us look worse than we should. So please take this and control yourself. Run it by your manager. Show what you have done, ask permission to go ahead and use your template and contact your customers that way and make it a, a continuing process. Continue to work on these things. Continue to work on them daily and make sure that they get better, better, and better. And, and find out, test them. Which one gets you a better response rate? Which gets you better results? And then utilize those. It's a constant and never-ending idea. It's a constant and never-ending opportunity for improvement. Lastly, for the follow-up, get sold customers for reviews. Cut and paste link to your page. This has become more and more important. There's a lot of, well, there's not that much in the way of argument out there because people do look at reviews. I haven't particularly been one to pay too much attention to other people because things are skewed and this and that, but let's not get into that part of it. The fact of the matter is, is that if you have a bunch of positive reviews, you're going to be sought out. So what you want to do is actively ask for these reviews. When you're done with the delivery, do it. 
you can even ask for a review for an unsold customer if you have done the proper job, if you have done a world-class presentation, if you have treated them with the utmost professional courtesy, ask them for a review. If they decide not to buy your product, and guess what? They may not. That's why there's so many different manufacturers and makes and models out there. But if they do not, ask them for a review for people who would possibly want to buy your product. This is something that you should do also on a day-to-day -day basis. So please keep in mind that when you're waiting on these people, when you're giving your presentation, when you're interacting, when you're engaging, be able to feel good enough about the job you did to ask for a review and ask for them on a day-to-day -day basis and watch them grow. Okay, so this is the first part. Now let me, let me go ahead and repeat number two follow-up and all those involved with that. So clean up all CRM tasks. A minimum of 20 activities should be done on a day-to-day -day basis. That should be easy. Contact all sold customers until completed. That should be quarterly. Every one of your sold customers should hear from you every 90 days, again, quarterly. Spend time writing and improving email and text templates. Get with a sales manager to help complete tasks and follow-up, a daily one-on-one. -on -one. And contact sold customers for review. Cut and paste link to your page. So these are things you should do for follow-up. Next podcast, we're going to talk about prospecting and daily improvement. But for this one, I just wanted to touch base on preparing for your day and follow-up. But again, this checklist is available at HamiltonSalesTraining.com. Click the Motivation tab, run all the way down to Free Downloads, and you'll see a bunch of neat things pop up. Go ahead and print out the PDF of this checklist, print it, and use it every single day. Well, I hope you enjoyed this, and I hope you have a wonderful day. And until next time, let's go get them.